This is the Power Pies Podcast. My name is Sarah of Underground Crowds. We hit Bible topics, smash book studies, punch out some songs here and there, and light up his word to strengthen our souls. Thanks for listening. All right, so we're going to get started today on this second and last, or just the second, um, and I'll have to change the label on the podcast that I already posted, if it is the last, but we'll see how far we get. We'll see what God has for us and whether or not I'm at peace about, you know, ending it and, you know, we'll just take his lead on that. Um, Whether or not I'm starting second Timothy, I have no idea. So I'm going to pray about it. Um, we'll find out next Wednesday what that's all about. And yeah, so let's get started. I'll pray. Lord, I pray that you'll help us um, really glean from what you have for us um, this afternoon, afternoon for me. That we would be the kind of people that seek for truth. There's a difference between seeking for truth, seeking your face, and gathering head knowledge. There's two different things. And I feel that we're missing it. Um, We're checking boxes and we're not. um, We've lost the art of seeking your face. And the, the benefits of that, and I'm just talking about the benefits, to seek your face and to know who you are, they far outweigh whatever we can acquire with head knowledge and conceit or letters behind our name or whatever. Um, but as with all things, uh, it's money that often gets in the way. It's that... What do I need to do to make a living that has become the first priority? And and frankly, Lord, you know that we're struggling. You know that um, it just isn't right. The constant feeling of being wiped out and and exhausted. Um, that in order to take care of our kids and put food in their mouth, that we absolutely need to kill ourselves. Um, And it will take, God, I I ask for the the strength. It will take bravery to turn the tide. It will take an extreme amount of courage to turn the tide. But Lord, help us to understand we're not alone. And when we do stand up for what is right, be it taking rest or refusing to be a slave. We we know that this, this is a method of discipleship and others will follow. That we are never alone. First of all, you will never leave us. Secondly, we won't even be alone, alone, 
without anybody else. Because there's always someone watching, even if it's our kids. There's always someone that will come alongside. You always provide, you, you created the body of Christ for a purpose and a reason. And sometimes that reason is to come behind the one who's courageous and taking a stand. Or maybe it is to be that person that says no more. We're not going to be living. We're not going to be living according to what, what's in the bank. This is just not how we're going to roll. No more. God, we want to seek your face. We want to understand who you are. We don't want to gather no head knowledge and just try to keep away from the world. We want to be so filled with you that the world can't touch us. No, we don't want anything to do with sin. Because our flesh is always going to desire it. But your spirit doesn't desire it. So the answer is more of your spirit. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So we're going to start at verse 3. We talked a little bit about slavery, and we've talked about a wide range of things on uh, Wednesday. So this might be the 2 of 2. Um, <clears throat> otherwise, you'll see 3 today uh, in the podcast feed. If anyone advocates, verse 3, chapter, uh, chapter 6, 1 Timothy, if anyone advocates a different doctrine and does not agree with sound words, those are our Lord Jesus Christ. See, notice he's like, I'm telling you the truth. No, it, these are not my words. Um, I don't care who, I don't care how beautiful they are. I don't care whose mouth they come from. You know, people joke about the book of opinions. There are a lot of good ideas out there. You don't need to live by... Uh, it happens all the time in my Instagram feed. Somebody with some lofty ideas. And sometimes if you... if You, you really have to bathe yourself in the word, word before you even go to places like Instagram or Twitter or anything. Because they're so subtle, these inferences. It's like it's like one of those cliche or those um, quotes or whatever to better your life or you know blah 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 blah. Um, but if you really thought about what I can't think of anything specific. But if you really thought about what was being said, like sometimes it's so close to the word, but it's off. Like the ones, oh, the ones that are like, just get rid of people that are toxic in your life. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is how we got into trouble. By just getting rid of toxic people in our life. No, God's going to ask us to swim in the place that he has us. He's going to ask us to make an impact in that family that's toxic in that workplace that's toxic. I mean, depending on how toxic and depending on how he's leading you right now, in that whatever, whatever it is, you are not going to rid yourself of toxic people. I, we were all toxic without Christ and all of them need Christ. What you don't have to do 
is live by the words that they say. Live by their criticisms of you. How they assess you. You don't have to say, well, that, that must be, he called me an idiot. I must be an idiot. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. But if we are busy getting rid of toxic people in our life, we're going to be just getting rid of everybody. We are not on this earth for us. So again, we have attention to deal with. But Sarah, what about, you know, in, in, um, in Corinthians where it talks about removing those people that are insistent upon sin? <clears throat> yes. For the purpose of what? My clear-headedness. No. So that I can go to my spa day. No. So I can be at peace. No. What's it for? For them to be restored. There's nothing like, we're not going to, this is not going to go on here. You cannot continue in that sin and have fellowship with us, my friend. To be like, oh, they got to stop lying to themselves at that point. Yes or no? They got to stop lying. That's what it is. And when they stop lying to themselves about what it is they're doing, then they think, well, how can I solve this problem? We're, we're, we're real basic. We're sheep. We're real basic. How can I? I'm hungry. How do I solve this problem? I've got this problem of sin. I was avoiding it for a while. I was putting it under the table. I was trying to do this fellowship thing and live steeply in sin. And all my brothers and sisters are like, no, can't do that here. Oh, what? well... I don't want to be out of fellowship. What do I do? Well, you go to Jesus. You confess the sin. You get it right. You know, and that brings up another point. If it's to restore that brother or sister, then we should love that brother or sister. Too often our, our accusations, founded or not, slide into judgment real fast. Slide in, well, I'd never do that. Really fast. Slide into ridicule really fast. As if we're above it. As if we could never do that. I'm sorry, we're walking around with the same flesh. Made of dirt. Yes, we could. Yes, we could. Given the right circumstances, any one of us could commit the most horrible thing you can think of. Any one of us. We are not above it. And we need to stop scrambling up the ladder thinking that we're, you know, there's one more and I'll, and I'll really feel like I've got this. The pattern of the Christian life is to give it up. Let's keep reading. If anyone advocates a different doctrine and does not agree with the sound words, those of our Lord Jesus Christ, and with the doctrine conforming to godliness, he is conceited and understands nothing. 
but he has, this is talking about a religious person. Did you know that the woman in uh, Proverbs chapter 3, that famous chapter, I believe, I, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you, so I'm going to check to make sure that um, it is chapter 3. And then I know what I'm talking about. Um, huh. Yeah, no, it's not chapter 3, so we're going to back up out of that statement. It was either... Now, three or five. So it's five. Um, she talks about paying her vows, to performing her vows. Let's go sleep together. I've performed my vows. This is religious people we're talking about. These people warm the pews and are so locked down to sin. But somehow there's, there were sli they're sliding by. And they search the scriptures knowing that they will, thinking that they will, there's a scripture about this, thinking that they will find the words of life in them. Paul was, Paul was an ex extreme example. He was the religious of the religious. He could have fooled any one of y'all. Any one of y'all. You, me. He could have fooled us. I just want this to sink in. We are not above being deceived by these people and we are not above being these people who warm the pews, have puffed themselves up with knowledge. They search the scriptures thinking they're going to find something there. They gather up all their head knowledge. They stick it in their brain. So now they know a lot of the Bible, but they are dead, dead, dead. Their works are dead. And the scripture is going to get to this. Their works are dead. There's no love. There's cynicism, there's pride, and there's judgment. And the scary thing is, is, they're sitting next to us. You, me, I've been one of these people. And it's not our job, hey, it's not our job to dividing sheep from goats right now. What is our job? What is our job, Sarah, considering this? Now I go off into some, am I saying? No. <clears throat> no. In fact, Paul is talking about these people as if they're never going to come to, which is really sad. He is conceited and understands nothing, but he has a morbid interest in controversial questions and disputes about words out of which arise envy, strife, abusive language, evil suspicions, and constant friction, being men of depraved mind and deprived of truth. So what is it that we do? Deprive the truth. What a what a what a key picture. Deprived of truth. I saw a quote today. The beginning of backsliding is a dusty Bible. 
I remember, I remember looking when I was backsliding, it was about three year period, looking over at my Bible, you know, and thinking to myself, I need to read that. The beginning of backsliding, it's a great quote, I'll take this one, beginning of backsliding, I don't think it's scripture though, so don't write, bring it home on your horse. The beginning of backsliding is a dusty Bible. Deprived, deprived. It's like the, the same idea as deprived of nourishment. That's what comes to my mind. When, I'm de when I deprive my child of something, it is something that they need. Attuned to neglect. So if we focus on not being deprived of the Word of God, not being deprived of truth, and the difference is relationship. Remember the Lord Jesus Christ at the beginning of this paragraph. They're His words. So you're not just garnering up a whole bunch of stuff, just sticking your noggin. You are tuning your heart to the one, it'll talk about this at the end of the chapter, to the one, the only. To his words. You know that you cannot be godly without him. I don't care how much you memorize of this book. Don't care. You cannot be godly without Christ. There have been people that have looked like it. There have been people that would fool us. There have been people who turned around and killed other people because they weren't, in, as they saw it, in the same faith as they were. There are people warming pews. There are people telling you what you want to hear and turn around. And they're doing things not conducive to Scripture. And sadly, Paul's like, He's not giving him a hand up. He's like, this is the way it is over there. So he's not giving you license to look around and say, now who's lying? That's not really what he's doing. He's telling you that your hope and your security and your very life is sustained in the hands of Jesus Christ, who was and is and is to come, the King of Kings. The one who died in your place. This is life. To know Christ and to follow.
Peace out. Again, thanks for listening. Catch the next part of this series, usually Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. You can also find Underground Crowds on Twitter, Patreon, Bandcamp, or undergroundcrowds.com.